Hello and welcome to Elegant the Podcast. I'm your host, Abdullah, and with me today is Emmy, Emmy Lowe. How are you doing, Emmy? I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tolerate the summer heat. <laughs> I really... Yeah, I feel you about that. <laughs> <laughs> I really... Summer to me is like the worst month as an adult because I think I told this to, to someone. We were talking about the summer heat and and um, I was like, you know, as a kid, summer was great because you got three months off of school. But as an adult, summer sucks because you got to like deal with the summer heat when you're trying to get anything done. Yeah, it's awful. I am not a fan. Oh, God, and it just keeps getting worse and worse, and oh, I just... And it's so humid, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it, is it fall yet? <laughs> is it Basically. Fall yet? <laughs> so I hate, I hate the summer months. Anyway, <laughs> um, so how have you been, like, what is your, well, I mean, is the obvious question everyone gets asked, but uh, what is your origin story? Um, well, I was a music major for the longest time. Uh, I was my, I actually went to college, I uh, got my master's degree in classical piano. Um, but before that, I was always really into acting. My parents were like, no, we're going to disown you if you become an actor. Stuff happened. And then now they're like, we just want you to be happy. So I moved to Texas. <laughs> and, um, you know, I knew some people they told me where to submit my stuff and after auditioning a bunch and stuff like that I managed to get my first role about a little over two years ago I guess <laughs> and what made you want to get into acting um I've always just loved to be someone I was not since I was little um and yeah, I was always a very artistic person. Um, always liked to play pretend or whatever, though I guess acting is not really pretend. Um, and I watched anime and stuff since I was really little, watched cartoons, played video games. So um, voiceover was more of my thing because I always felt limited by how I looked because my parents always told me I was too ugly to go into like film. So that's how that happened. <laughs> That that is kind of a mean thing to say to someone. <laughs> yeah, well, they're Asian, so you know you get used to it. <laughs> like, goddamn, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Asian uh, parents. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, what made you specifically want to do anime? I've just always loved anime since I was little. I um, visited Taiwan a lot um, ever since I was really, really small. And even before I knew what it was, I had, like, Yu Yu Hakusho stickers that I was sticking everywhere. And, um, you know, there was Pokemon and Cardcaptor Sakura on TV and Shaman King and Sailor Moon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And I just always loved those characters. So that was just the medium that I was totally into. And any specific anime that, you know, is your favorite? Probably Yu Yu Hakusho, um, just because it's been dear to me for so long. Another one I really love is Hikaru no Go. I don't know if you you've heard of that one, but it's like it's from it was it was in Shonen Jump, and that's where I read it. And 
it's you know it's a sports anime technically where the sports is a board game but like the characters grow so much and the art style is fantastic where you don't even notice that the character is getting older um until you compare the later chapters with the newer ones and you're like wow they're like their faces have actually like you know gotten slimmer and aged and stuff like that but it was so subtle and distinct that it just came out of nowhere and you wouldn't have even noticed if you didn't check and like there's a lot of feelings in it a lot of growth and it's just a very very dear show to me very dear series to me and how was your experience like with the with the with dubbing because it depends you know because because <laughs> with people i've talked to that do anime like some people like it some people don't i wonder like how did you feel about it oh i love it i mean it's tons of fun to just be able to bring these characters to life i mean the adr does limit things because you have to match the flaps and stuff like that but you know that's part of the challenge and um i feel like when you don't have that freedom it really forces you to be to like dig even deeper you know you have to really understand everything so that you can adjust what you're feeling towards the flaps um a recent character i've i've been playing right now kate from shadow's house she actually doesn't really have flaps which makes it both terrifying and very freeing um because then it's like the usual um acting but at the same time i'm not limited by what her mouth movement is what her face looks like everything is done through the voice and through the pacing that i and the director find best you know yeah i mean i have only seen the first two episodes and i i kind of i kind of imagine it it must have been pretty tough when you know having to convey emotion without showing the facial expressions yeah She's pretty great. <laughs> it's an interesting series, and uh, I like my problem with it is like it, it's so obvious that the manga is still new, and they haven't really gotten to the point where the the big reveal happens. And I'm actually, like, okay. I think the manga just finished. Really, I think um, yeah, the eighth volume just came out in Japan. The thing is, they weren't sure if it would be popular enough to warrant a second season. So um, they actually changed the last three episodes of the anime. Um, but I'm hoping that since it was a lot more popular than they expected, that there hopefully is a second season. That would be really nice because, like, there's so many more mysteries that weren't shown, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Again, I don't, <laughs> I don't read manga. I don't, I don't have Yeah, I only time. know because um, I have a, I, I, there are some fans online that have talked about it, so... <laughs> Like to me, it's like, look, I I only watch shows and judge them by the the show quality. I'm not, like, mm -hmm. I don't I don't care about like the manga. I'm sorry, like I I hate this, <laughs> I hate this attitude of like when you're watching a show and and someone comes in and is like, well, if you read the manga, it makes sense. But I I just want to. But watch the you show. want to it want <laughs> it needs to make sense just as an anime, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and and uh, I don't know how I feel about the. The um, the last three episodes being like anime exclusive because I know that's oh that's never a good sign when anime. Yeah, so they to... actually did a pretty they actually did a good job. Um, the reception um in the community and even among manga fans has been you know mostly positive. And um, I haven't watched the last episode, but I've seen screenshots and stuff like that. And there are some 
gorgeous shots like they really put everything into it for, just to make it beautiful and you know it, it wraps up in a nice way that would leave it open for a second series but still wraps up the story nicely all right that's cool yeah. <laughs> wish wish more anime shows did that back in the 90s yeah well i mean even now yeah there are a lot of shows where it'll be like you're, you'll be like oh this is a great show i hope it sticks the landing <laughs> oh god yeah Mm-hmm. I, I I just hate it. Like, I mean, it's good. It's good and bad. Like, we're in an age where anime gets more seasons, but at the same time, it's like you don't know when you're if if a show is going to come back for another season. And yeah. sure, you can read the manga, but it's not the same. They're to- totally different mediums. Yeah. And like some anime, they'll they'll end in a way that you're like, oh, that's totally going to get a second season, and then you hear nothing. Oh, and it'll like end open ended, and you'll be like, okay, so what's next? And then that's it, and you're like, why? (laughs) Oh, I'm still upset about about uh, Doro Hidoro not getting another season. Oh no, (laughs) I'm so sad. Like I I know, look, I know, I know, Mappa is not the best. Like they're not on. Like as of recording, they're not everyone's favorite studio, and I'm not like. I'm not encouraging what, you know, the crunch that they're putting those poor animators through. Oh, yeah. There's so many shows coming out soon. I saw those articles about how they're being paid like nothing. And there are like um, so many amazing shows coming out by them, like within the next year. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, look, I'll watch Chainsaw Man, but understand that I'm not supporting like (laughs) the treatment of. Yeah, totally. (laughs) of uh of the crunch time like i don't know why people i hate this idea that oh well if you watch a show and you know what what of of all the terrible stuff that went on behind the scenes then you're supporting all the all the all the shit that happened behind the scenes and i'm like no i'm just i just want to watch the show and judge it and judge it on its own merits i mean it sucks that 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 we even have to you know that that uh that, that that they put those animators through through that especially when some of the shows aren't very good and and the fact that they yeah. have to go through crunch to get those shows out uh, yeah that, it's that like just... a factory yeah and it's... it's not new it's not just mappa either it's been going on for a very long time which yeah, is that... unfortunate yeah and and it sucks and i like and and I'm just like it makes me so angry when they decided oh we're gonna split, you know Attack on Titan final season into two parts and I'm like oh god those poor animators oh no don't do that to them yeah though I feel like since it was split into two parts that means they have a little bit more time hopefully maybe I don't know God I've seen the pictures of the director on, on stage and he looks. Oh my goodness! Like he just looks so tired and just just out of it. Just and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just it's really 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 disheartening. But like I hate this. I mean, like it just goes to show you, like crunch culture isn't like exclusive to the West. It's everywhere. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um, anyway. <laughs> Now that I've bummed <laughs> everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, 
but but I mean, like it it, it is kind of disappointing that um, a lot of shows don't get uh, second seasons and you get invested. And I'm just wondering, like, has there ever been a show you've worked on that you really wanted to wanted to get a second season, but for whatever reason didn't? Um, I mean, it's a little too early to talk for Shadow's House. I really hope that gets another season. Um, let me think what else. Um, unfortunately, Horimiya was wrapped within one season. Otherwise, I think that would be great. I would love D4DJ to get another season. Um, I'm hopeful, uh, because, you know, Bushiroad likes money, and they've uh, made a lot of series for Love Live and Bang Dream. Um, so I'm still crossing my fingers on that. Um, another one, but one that seems pretty unlikely would be Apare Ranman. Um, because that one seems to wrap up really well. They have the whole space is the next frontier or the sky is the next frontier, like hanging there. But, you know, who knows what they're going to do with it, if they're going to do anything with it. Yes, it depends on how much Blu-rays they sell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, that Studio PA works. They They keep churning out great shows. So there are plenty of other shows for them to work on. So who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> Yeah, it's just it seems so weird like looking at, at looking at studios and they work on multiple shows now and I'm kind of like, ugh, <laughs> you know, I I can't imagine doing that. <laughs> like I can't imagine, you know, um cuz cuz m- most shows like you just m- like most companies like only work on like studios work on like one show per season. But now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, God, three or four shows are in production at the same time. And it's like, yeah, oh, God, <laughs> it's Man. pretty crazy. I can't even imagine what those th- those those animators need to be paid so much more than they're being paid. <laughs> Especially like in the case of my my hero, I didn't even know uh, Bones like has a sub studio that, that just handles the animation for my hero. I'm like. Yeah. Holy shit! Holy shit! Like that's uh, that is just like <laughs> the demand is so so much for that for that show that mm-hmm. they had to create an entire sub studio just to work on yep. it. Oh, At the same time, it makes enough money that they can do that. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, it's it's like... that show prints money. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that that's that's like. God, I I can't I can't think of like any other anime like in recent years that that's as popular as that. Like outside of that, an Attack well, on it Titan. Is the, it, it is the newest big shonen series, so it does make sense. They even when it before it came out, people were saying, oh, um, for the manga in Sho, in Shonen Jump, they people were saying, oh, it's gonna be the next Naruto because Naruto just ended and now my hero is about to come out because i know my brother was very into like following up on all that and he started reading my hero since it started so it's it's been it's had a lot of pressure from the beginning (laughs) but i thought boruto was gonna be the next naruto (laughs) yeah well you know can't really live up to the father i'm sorry boruto (laughs) i mean it's 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 I understand like sequel series are kind of always going to be hard because they're always going to be compared to the original. But it's like okay. you should have just ended the anime and just left it at that. You didn't need to do a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I guess it really depends on I don't know if if the creator was the one who wanted to do more or if the publisher was the one that wanted to do more. You never know with these, basically. 
And and then you have the weird case of Bleach, where just recently, I think a year ago, they announced they're gonna finally adapt the final arc of the of of that manga into anime. And I'm like, didn't the anime end like back in 2012? Oh my god, yeah, so long ago. <laughs> wow, it's almost like um, Inuyasha, the final arc, back when the anime had ended, and then it had one more season to finish up the original story. <laughs> Out that- of nowhere. <laughs> See, that's why I'm still hopeful that even if shows don't get, like, renewed for a second season, that down the line... Yeah, you you never know. know. (laughs) You know? Yeah, there's Shaman King, too. Shaman King has that remake going on right now that's finally following the manga, so... um, And it's, like, completely redone, though I heard it actually rushes through things. I haven't actually watched it yet because... I just haven't had time, and I just want to sit through it, and I just want to sit down and watch all of it in one go, I think, once, once it's all out, so... I'm just waiting for it to drop on Netflix because I know that Netflix has the streaming rights and I'm kind of yep. like... <laughs> it's currently in Netflix jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to watch the new... I want to watch this new show. No, you got to wait until it drops on Netflix because we own the rights. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and if you want to put it out on home video, then you better ba- pay us like a hefty fee <laughs> to to license out our English dub. If not, then you got to redub it on your own. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't like the idea of redubbing it since, like, these people already put so much effort into it, but, yeah, that's just me. <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I mean, not, no offense to the people who, who um, at Sentai Frameworks who had to do the dub, the new English dub for Baki for the first season of that, but it, it, it's nowhere near as good as the Netflix dub because the Netflix dub oh, has, I haven't, like... <laughs> I haven't watched... I, I haven't looked into that or anything. I just feel like it's just so weird to dub something twice. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know. I mean, I understand if it's, like, an old anime that you want to, like, mm-hmm. you know, do again. Yeah, but just, like, to, to dub something twice for the sake of money is just so silly, in my <laughs> opinion. But, you know, that, that we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything's about money these days. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like if a show doesn't sell, then, you know, <laughs> then you're not getting another season. <clears throat> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what, I mean, speaking of, like, current goings on in the world of anime and manga, like, what have you been keeping up with as a fan? What have I been keeping up with as a fan? Um... What have I been watching? You know, it's a little hard because when you work in the industry, if you watch something and you really like, you're scared of getting attached to it because then you want to be in it. Um, So I don't watch as much anime as I would like to while it's airing. Um, I tend to watch it afterwards and I spend most of my time actually just playing video games. (laughs) Um, but as for shows that I'm watching right now, let me actually think about it. Cause, uh, well, I watched, I watched Heaven's Official Blessing, which technically isn't an anime; it's a donghua, and it's on Netflix, and it was also on Funimation. Um, it's a Chinese animation uh, that Funimation was also streaming. So I watched that one because I was a fan of the novels and the author. Um, and the creator, it's very beautiful. Um, and yeah, so that was my main thing that I was watching. Um, anything else? I guess yesterday, uh, my fiance and I started watching Babylonia, uh, Fate Grand Order. 
because we both play the phone games and we were like, we should probably watch this and check it out. So it was pretty cool. Um, and then this isn't an anime, but I've been watching Castlevania. So, um, well, I mean, speaking of, you know, speaking of video games, like what have you been playing? Well, we just replayed Horizon Zero Dawn because we were very excited for the new the new one that's supposed to come out eventually. Um, and besides that, I've been working my way through the different endings of Near Replicant. I'm very happy that got a remake because I really loved playing the original Near Gestalt. On, um, but you know, it's just so much smoother now, and I always wanted to play the Replicant version with Brother Near. Um, I'm also playing Pokemon Snap, the new Pokemon Snap. That's always fun. So those are the main ones that I've been playing recently. Oh, I got I for I forgot Nier got a remake. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> like the only thing I remember about the original was like it had like some interesting boss fights, and Liam O'Brien was the best character. <laughs> oh yeah, because he was he's the book. He's he's Weiss. <laughs> And that was my biggest takeaway from that game. I'm like, yeah, I love Emil. Emil is a precious child. I love that one meme, you know, the thing where it's like, you deserve love. Uh, self-care is important. Murder is okay. And then it's like, and then it goes back to like positive things. And then there's one of like the near cast and it shows Emil and it says um, like, be good to yourself or something like that. And then the rest of them, it shows like, Kaine and Nier and Weiss and all of them just say murder is okay. <laughs> so that's that series in a nutshell. <laughs> that that game in a nutshell. I mean, it's 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 an interesting game, and I I, I mean, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a huge fan of the Nier series, but I will. Uh, but I will like give it a lot of respect for experimenting with ideas <laughs> that. Uh, that don't always pay off, but it's it's interesting to see experimentation like that in in modern in video games in general because I think a lot of games play it safe, but you know that's just me. Yeah, I I love how um the concept of it. Um, there was an interview with Yoko Taro, and he was like, "Yeah, when I made the Dragon Guard games, I was like, you know, in video games they kill so many people, and." you really have to be crazy in order to kill so many people, like to mass murder, you know? You have to be absolutely insane. So the concept of Guard was that the characters are insane and that's why they go around killing people. But then he realized, no, you don't have to be insane. You just have to realize, you just have to think that you are justice and that you are correct. And that's what Nier is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, how does the um, talking book fit into that? <laughs> well, yeah, he's just kind of there <laughs> helping and killing. Like, I mean, I get it, you know, I, I get it. Like, uh, spoilers for, um, I guess, my mild spoilers for Nier Automata for anyone who cares. But um, I get the point of that game is about humanity and how it's important. And, you, get, you know, you can't lose humanity. But sometimes I just like... Like some some scenes, I just roll my eyes. I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. 
know, well, you know. my my fiance and I were joking around with the side quests in Replicant, where like everything ends poorly. That it's almost funny when one of the quests doesn't end poorly and the person isn't dead, you know, because it's just such a surprise and you just expect it to be depressing. Oh yeah, that it's almost a comedy at that point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because most, most JRPGs, like, start out with, like, the town, and, you know, they introduce the town and the, and the side characters, but with Nier, it's like, that's the opening, like, that is, like, the, the whole beginning, and the town just stays there, it doesn't get destroyed, like, you know, Nier doesn't go, the, the, the main character doesn't go, ah, I gotta, like, find whoever destroyed my village, no, the village is still there. And, and and then you realize, okay, I'll do the side quests. They might be fun. And then they turn out like, you know, it's almost a deconstruction of the typical yeah. side quest, which is, which I like. Yep. It's like, I'm going to go help people. Yay. I found out the information. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's sort of like the original uh, Red Dead Redemption where every side quest is like you're doing side quests for really terrible people and they all end and horribly and you're just like okay <laughs> oh man yeah i it, you know on that on that note it's like horizon zero dawn where you're helping a lot of people but a lot of but some of the quests in there it's like i want to find out what happened to my lover um who who is like from this other town and you come back you're like they're dead or, man, I'm worried about the people living at my estate. I just escaped in time. And then it's like, and then you talk to the people at the estate who are being attacked by machines. And they're like, yeah, no, uh, actually, the person who called you to look at us sent the machines after us and is trying to kill us so that he can get the inheritance and stuff like that. <laughs> I just I just love side quests because you can tell, like, the, the writers who are in charge of, of doing of doing the side quest content were like you know what screw it i'm just gonna sneak in as much dumb shit in and see if anyone notices yeah right oh my god i love how in both near and horizon zero dawn though like like aloy in horizon zero dawn will just be really sassy sometimes and she'll just be like really i mean i guess and then like near um near will be like okay let's go help these people and then weiss the book will be like really should we really be doing this come on are you really going to waste time? You know, that prob person's probably dead. And stuff like that. <laughs> so it's pretty great. Uh, but, but I mean, like, a lot of those games are very time-consuming as well. I find, like, if I'm going to play, like, one of those games, I'm just, like, I got to, like, I got to make time for it. And I just, ah, man, there's just never enough time for those games. Yeah, I, I usually play them when I want to kill time and I want to distract myself from work. Um, so, you know, they're great in that, in that respect, but yeah, sometimes it's just hard to find time to do it. Yeah. Especially like when you're trying to be like, okay, one more quest. Okay. Just one more quest. And it's, and you find out you've been playing like for like three hours. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. These things do happen. <laughs> like that, that's why I'm like, you know, if I'm going to do open world stuff, I need to like, okay, I need to like make time for this because yeah. I'm just going to be focused like this is going to be my life from now on. This is going to be like the next two or three weeks. I'm going to like just play this. So, you know, you better have enough content to keep me entertained. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, yeah. oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I mean, back to back to anime. 
Um, you, you mentioned like, you know, working up, up, you know, work being as being someone who works in the industry, do you find it like, do you ever watch shows with your voice in it or do you just avoid it? Um, it really depends. Uh, I do get curious. Um, if it's a show that I play a larger role in, then I want to see what, how it sounds half the time. I want to throw the TV out the window, but you know, it's, I'm always curious to see how it turns out. Um, it is very strange listening to my own voice, for sure. Um, and I don't think I will ever get used to it. But I have gotten better about it. It used to be I would take a listen and I'd be like, I am never watching this again. <laughs> but I think at this point, there are so many shows that I want to watch that I'm in that I will sit through it. <laughs> yeah, because like most people I've talked to, they, they just tell me like, I, I don't watch the work I'm in. I just can't stand listening to myself. Yeah, it's very hard. It is very hard. Um, but sometimes I just want to enjoy the show itself. Sometimes I'll just watch it sub in that case. But, you know, it really depends. Um, if it's like a work, if it's a show that is ongoing, I will maybe watch like an episode to see what I can improve on for next time. Um, like, okay, that didn't work. Uh, I'll have to try something else next time. I need to pay attention to this next time, etc. So, Oh, that must be especially jarring when you watch something and you notice ah crap i forgot to that didn't oh it happens all the time (laughs) i'll like i'll I'll watch something and i'm like i could do that better (laughs) because i mean look i i know i know like you know dubbing is very hard but sometimes i watch you know dubbed shows and like there's obviously a scene that's not you know the the flaps don't match like properly and i'm like that's all yeah that's always really hard to do um i was i've been directing a show and there were um for part of it the um there were just really really slow muppety flaps and no matter what some things were just impossible to get right and in those parts you just have to be like okay you know it doesn't even match the japanese so we just need to focus on getting the acting to sound good (laughs) Because sometimes you just have to work with what you're given. Ah, just act faster. (laughs) Well, like, no. I mean, like, the flaps will be so slow that the mouth closes really slowly. And if you actually try to match them, the person will talk like it's Like, no, that's stupid. People don't talk like that. (laughs) So you just have to ignore how fast the flaps go or the mouth shapes in those instances and be like, it starts at this time and it ends at this time. And so we just have to make sure that the line fits in that time frame. So, I mean, if you guys dubbed it like properly, everyone would sound like Ben Stein. <laughs> Basically, or even worse. So, yeah, like, you know, and then like I, there was this one, one part specifically where we had to rewrite things and it was still very slow but like the japanese said one name it was like a three syllable name and there were 10 flaps so they were holding on to the name in the japanese but the mouth was still flapping and it's like come on that's just lazy (laughs) what's going on here why did we why did why are we dubbing this (laughs) it's it's like it's like so are what are we supposed to do so we ended up adding words, but it still sounded kind of stupid. But like, you know, you, you work with what you're given. Yeah, I think I mean, I noticed like that was a problem with the with the Beastars English dub where like a lot of times the, it just didn't sync up well because 
obviously they did like whole mocap for that show and it's dub try it's hard trying to dub over someone else who already did the mocap <laughs> performance and it's tailored to their face facial features so yeah <laughs> yeah um it's it's a uh, anime dubbing it's a thankless job it really is <laughs> Yeah, you just don't look at the comments, <laughs> basically. Oh, God. I I can't even imagine, like, being... Because I, I always joke, like, being um, being an English dub uh, anime actor must be really frustrating because, like, no matter what you do, there is always going to be someone who's going to be like, you suck. <laughs> You're yeah, terrible. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so you just have to be... You have to have a thick skin, and you also have to just be like, you know what? I did what I could... And that's it. You know, I'm never going to make everybody happy. And that, and I think because I came from a music background where everything is also so subjective, it was a little bit easier for me because, like, in the music world, all the classical pieces, like, interpretation, interpretation. Oh, no, you're supposed to play this note slightly so- softer than the other. And then this other judge will be like, no, it's supposed to be slightly louder. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? So, yeah, I'm used to it. <laughs> You're used to people, like, nitpicking everything you do. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I do it, too. So it's fine. You know, we all have our opinions. It's just, we, you know, in the at the end of the day, you just have to wake up and choose to be a good person and nice. You just have to choose to be kind. And that's all that's important. Because, like, yeah, it's human to have opinions. And people are entitled to their own, own opinions. What people shouldn't do is be a dick. Yeah, basically. I... I... I, I know, and that's what makes me so sad is just seeing people who just go out to voice actors and just act like complete assholes for for yeah. no reason whatsoever. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Yeah, and then they're like, well, you're in the public view. You should be expecting this. And it's like, get a hobby, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah, you, well... You're in the public view. Well, okay, then I'll just go to your job and and harass you there, right? <laughs> you work, and it's like <laughs> you work in the public sector, right? <laughs> exactly. Like honestly, <sighs> it just it's just it makes me so sad seeing like really talented voice actors just get like just get shit for no reason, and and I'm just mm-hmm. like, come on, guys, be. I, I'm not saying you have to like anime dubs. I could care, could care less what what anyone thinks about the quality of dubs, but at the same time, it's like just just leave the actors alone. Exactly, they are people. <laughs> and and another thing, voice actors aren't their characters. Stop trying to oh talk to them God. like they're. <laughs> stop trying to talk to them like they're their characters, please. Yeah. <laughs> that is a thing. That is definitely a thing. <laughs> Because cause I, cause I think, um, what was it? Mike Pollock used to always tell Sonic fans, uh, I'm just the actor. You want the character. Go to go yes. talk to go talk to Sega. They'll, you know, and see if they'll if they'll let you talk to that character because they own the yeah. character. Right. <laughs> um, but but yeah, uh. It sucks dealing with 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 negative stigma, but I'm just, I'm just wonder. But at the same time, it's also nice having 
you know, positive fan fan feedback, which you know, oh it's yeah, there. I'm always really grateful for the people who support me. You know, because they don't have to. Um, <laughs> I'm just a potato, but like I really, you know, I love I love talking with people, and I'm always happy when people enjoy my performance because it's always rewarding for me to play the character. And you know, if if I play a character, you know, uh, and people like the character, you know, it 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 does make me feel good. Um, if I play a villain and people hate the villain you know that that also means i did my job well so <laughs> it's you know it's it's fun um and you know we talk about the negatives but it's uh, the negative fans but you know it's just because they're loud there are so many wonderful people out there <laughs> yeah i know i mean there's like the the there i i mean in my experience the 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 good i mean the good sometimes outweighs the negatives but, but i mean the problem is we focus on the negative because, like you said, those are the loudest voices. And yep, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I, and also outside of cause, uh, outside of uh, <laughs> outside of voice acting, you also do cosplay. What made yes, you want to? What made you want to do that? Um. Well, I was trying to accept the way I looked. Um, I think in the beginning, and you know, when I wasn't able to act, um, because my parents, um, another way to just be the characters that I liked was to dress up as them and you know it was a great way to distract myself by making the costumes and I also made a lot of friends that way um so it was a way to hang out with my friends and to create and also to act in photo shoots um I love doing private photo shoots and there though in those you also become the character in a different way um it's not just like a modeling photo where someone will take a picture and then you just smile or something like that you I like those I like doing shoots where you, it feels like you just pulled them out of the scene, you know? Um, so that's one of the big things that really got me into cosplaying. Um, and I started doing it even more and more because I got addicted. Um, and I also did it at conventions for companies, etc. So, and it's just fun stuff. I just haven't had as much time lately to do it. But I want to cosplay more of my characters at least. So, Which is your favorite character to cosplay as? Ooh, that's another hard one. Um, I love cosplaying as Alan Walker from D. Gray Man. That one is always fun, especially because I get to eat. You know, I love cosplaying any character where I can eat. <laughs> Which is a lot of them. But uh, I feel like Alan Walker, I just identify with a lot. And it's just a very comfortable costume to wear, too. And yeah probably alan uh, uh the only thing i remember about uh, d gray man was the earl character and that's it <laughs> oh yeah he's great too he's hilarious <laughs> i mean he's he's a terrible person and you know causes all sorts of death but you know he's he's all it's a great design <laughs> Yeah, no, I I like monster designs. Yeah, he's I, I, so whimsical. Because <laughs> because I only watched like I think two or three episodes, and I just kind of, it's it's one of those shows where it's like you need like so much time to, to invest in this, and I'm just like, okay, oh, yeah, totally. This is this is this is this this needs like I need like an entire weekend to go through. Yeah, this. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't watch the whole anime. I actually read the manga instead, but um. You know, it's a great series. I need to sit down and watch the anime sometime. It just, like you said, it takes a lot of time. No, I mean, I've, the episodes I've watched are really good. I'm pretty sure some. Yeah, I mean, it's be. fantastic, <laughs> and the soundtrack is wonderful. And yeah, 
it's a great show. I just don't have a lot of time. <laughs> well, then make time. <laughs> uh... <laughs> um, and out and do you do you, do you find it um do you find it like interesting to cause to you know to gender to gender bend uh, not gender bend like just uh okay, what what do, what do you call it like when when um female cross dresses play? up crossplay yeah that's what that's the uh yeah actually um I don't advertise it but like I do identify as agender um so um I do prefer just androgyny in general so for me to dress up as a guy it's actually it's very comfortable for me um both girls and guys uh just because my natural appearance just has is more of the androgynous asian look um so it's never been a big deal for me i've always felt just more comfortable i feel like um cosplaying a guy i feel like there's less um there's there are less expectations towards you (laughs) so it's it's actually more fun for me (laughs) No, I mean, because I've seen, I've seen like some, some of your cosplay and it's really, it looks cool. <laughs> you know, you a lot, a lot of, a lot of effort I can tell was put into making these costumes look yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. I want to give those characters justice, you know? <laughs> and out of all the characters you've cosplayed as, which one was the most challenging? Most challenging. I mean, I haven't even like shot her yet, had a photo shoot as her yet, but I think Tifa. Um, from Final Fantasy Seven, um, one because she her costume is so revealing, um, and I'm not used to like showing midriff, and I'm like, oh, I need it. I I need to stay in shape. I need to make sure I have at least some semblance of abs. Um, so like, just in the preparation for Tifa, I find it's hard. Also, um, you know, she's so many people's favorite characters. Um, people have a very strong idea of how she should look. So, yeah, I think she's the most difficult for me to cosplay. Not to mention she has those, like, arm <laughs> things. I don't know what Oh, yeah, called. yeah, yeah. Oh, as far as to make the most difficult cosplay I made, I would say is uh, Miklio from Tales of Zestiria, um, partly because I was so scared of getting it wrong. Because um, it's his design is so slim and fitted, but at the same time, if you look at the individual pieces, they are very bulky and are covered in designs and are very busy and messy and a ton of detail work. And so just making it in a way that would look flattering while getting all the details and proportions was very hard. <laughs> Oh, well, any Tales of character has, like, a really complicated design. Yeah, which is great because I cosplay so many Tales characters. And then I'll be like, oh, wait, I need the weapon. I need to make that weapon in three days because the con's in three days. Why am I doing this to myself? I don't know. <laughs> Gotta spend money on a 3D printer now. <laughs> oh, we have one. I actually have one, but I have, I've never made an actual prop with it because we got the 3D printer after we moved to Texas. And I haven't made any swords or anything since then. So I made all, I make basically all of my swords using like balsa wood and then like with detailing clay and stuff like that. And then coating it in fiberglass resin and then painting it. So. Wow. That, that is commitment. <laughs> <laughs> you do what you gotta do. <laughs> gotta make this look good. Cause I know that someone's going to complain about yeah, it. Yeah. And it's like, I can't afford Warbler cause it's so expensive. So I have to do things the hard way. 
which is cheaper but harder. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then and what is your like? What is the like? What is like? Which character have you cosplayed as? Like th- that caught you by surprise at how much uh, people liked that that cosplay. Also Tifa. Um, I was shocked people liked my Tifa because <laughs> again I grew up with my parents telling me you're not pretty enough. <laughs> so it was a nice pleasant surprise. Yeah, probably her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like Tifa's design is like you look at it and you're like eh, it's not that hard to pull off, but then you look at really look at the design and they're like, oh god, <laughs> she has all these like metallic yeah. things and shoulder yeah, pads. Like, and... Not only it, yeah, like the the clothing is difficult. The 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 gauntlets and everything and also you have to be able to pull it off which is hard too and you have to have the confidence to wear all of it so yeah <laughs> oh yeah and not not to mention like she's already a controversial character to begin with so there you go <laughs> yeah it's hard <gasps> But no, I mean, I've I've seen like you know the photos you posted on Twitter, and it looks really cool. It looks really cool. Thanks. All the working out work uh, ended up, you know, helping and and using and, and engraving all the tiny little runes on her gauntlet, even though that barely shows up in the photos. <laughs> Sat there like zooming in on the pictures of her red arm guards and being like, okay, I think that's what the runes look like. And like sitting there and like engraving it on and carving it in with my little knife. <laughs> it's yeah. four o'clock in the morning. Why are you doing that? Because I'm gonna make it look good. <laughs> because I'm not gonna stop now. <laughs> God, I can imagine your your search history being like Tifa FF seven costume high resolution photos. Basically. <laughs> Going, going to every forum, asking like, does anyone have any high resolution photos of Tifa? I mean, real high resolution 4K photos, right? It's like, hang on, I. uh, There's so many like Tales cosplays, especially where I will pull up the game and then like, I, I, uh, I haven't finished making him yet, but I, I started working on Young Richard from Tales of Graces, and it's so hard to find stuff from him. Because, like, there's maybe one character image. And so, like, I had to start the game over and then put him as my p- player character and then, like, take screenshots myself of the screen and, like, make sure I was looking at his back and, like, zooming in. And, this, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's especially challenging if a game doesn't have photo mode. Then you're then you're screwed. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That must be that must be very time consuming, and and like, do you? Well, I mean, you pretty much answered that question where it's. I was about to ask, like, you know, do you go by like concept art for for the co- for the reference, or do you go by you know in game models? So it really it depends on what I think will look better, or what I feel like, <laughs> you know, or whatever I get more references of. It really depends. <laughs> But sometimes if it's, like, an obscure character and there's not a lot of references, like, what do you do then? Pick which one I like the most. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Um, So how many, as as of recording, like, how many cosplays have you, how many costumes have you done? 
Too many? Over a hundred? Over a hundred? <laughs> yep. Holy... Yeah, my ACP account has over a hundred, and I haven't even updated that in a while. Holy crap. <laughs> where where do you find the time for that? Uh, well, to be fair, I've been cosplaying since 2008. Um, so, and I, I also sew very fast. I work very, very fast. Like, um, Helen from D. Gray Man, I made that in three days. Um, Leon from Tales of Destiny, I made that in a week, uh, including the sword and everything. So when I, usually when I set out to work on a costume, I get it done very quickly. I, I'm amazed. I, I really am. Like, <laughs> holy, holy crap. I am just in awe at, how, at, at your commitment and holy crap. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'll work for hours and hours on end. It's like a thing that I've learned also through piano because like I would sit in a practice room playing piano for eight hours a day. And so, like, if I am working on a costume, yeah, I will be sewing for eight hours or something like that or even longer, depending. So, you know, it's like it you just put yourself in that mindset and it's like, oh, look at the time. <laughs> do, you, do you get any sleep at all? <laughs> yes, um, I do make sure to uh, go to sleep and I make it a point to never work at a costume at the con. If it is not done before the con, I am not bringing it. And how many costumes do you bring to, to cons? Uh, it used to be anywhere from like three to nine. Three, nine? <laughs> yeah, because like I would do like a lot of photo shoots or if I were to work at a convention, um, like the, the booth would ask for like maybe two costumes, one costume or two costume specific ones. And then I'd only wear them for like the few hours they needed them for or like for a panel or something. So then like I want something else to wear during the other times. So... <laughs> What was the longest time do you, do, uh, a company hired you to promote something in cosplay? Um, well, I wouldn't I don't really know longest time because, you know, it, the shifts are usually pretty normal. But I do remember Anime Boston one year, there was uh, the world premiere of Kizuna Iver. And so before the designs had even come out for that, we're all... Um, the specific designs they actually sent us the designs to work off of and like we had to get up at 3 a.m to start getting into makeup and stuff for a 5 a.m premiere and so yeah the whole time we were doing that we were like anime is a mistake why are we awake <laughs> so that's like my long time or crazy working for a company memory <laughs> and and do you and and uh after that like the I'm just wondering, like, after that experience, I'm just kind of surprised you, you kept going with it. Like, after Yeah, that. I mean, I feel like because it's, it's fun. It's rewarding. And I like just I just like doing it. You know, maybe I'm a masochist. I mean, I probably am in that sense, considering I'm in the arts. But Hey, I mean, if you find something and it makes you happy, then, you know, more power to you. Like, honestly, <laughs> you know, exactly. It's, yeah, it, it beats like sitting on sitting at home arguing with people on social media. So, oh, totally. Go. I like staying busy. Staying busy is great. You know, when I have nothing to do half the time, I'm just like, I'm just wasting my life. What am <laughs> I doing? <laughs> do you put on like do you put like a schedule like of what what you're going to be doing? No. I'm not very organized in that way. My only schedule is like for like appointments and sessions. Um, apart from that, I do everything as I go. 
I even at school, I they would give planners and stuff in high school with homework assignments and stuff like that, and I never wrote down my homework assignments. Like even even if you're like cosplaying various characters, do you, do you not keep a list of which characters you're gonna be cosplaying as? No, it's in my head. <laughs> well, I I honestly can't I can't honestly can't do that. I I need a list like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people work that way. It's just, I guess I just work a lot more chaotically. That's just how I am. Like, I, I, even if I write it down on a list, I won't look at it. I will forget to look at it. Man, you must have some memory. <laughs> oh, I have to memorize those complex piano pieces somehow, right? <laughs> and, and how long have you been playing piano? Uh, since I was very little, so... Wow. Like 20 years, maybe. Yeah. A long time. <laughs> God. <laughs> Playing piano, cosplaying, voice acting. God, is there anything you can't do? <laughs> Sports. <laughs> and don't ask me to do calculus. <laughs> you can you can do all these things except, you know, <laughs> like sports. <laughs> That's amazing. That is really amazing. If you like, I just you know you just if you just put your mind to it and spend a lot of time, you know, it just you just throw yourself at it. But but don't, and it don't works you, out somehow. But don't you ever get burnt out by all by doing like so many stuff like so much stuff at once? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, you know, yeah. Actually, when I graduated. With my master's degree in piano, I was lost for like a year. I didn't know what to do um, because I had been accepted into a doctorate program, but I could not afford it. And so I was like, what now? And all of a sudden, I had nothing I needed to do for piano. And I just did not want to touch the piano for a year. It was it was terrifying. I, I was kind of, it was like... I would sit down at the piano and I'd be like, no, I don't want to do this. So, yeah, burning out is totally a real thing. Um, and, you know, depression and all that stuff, it's real. But, you know, I've noticed that just keeping busy is better. Um, and I just have to make sure that I schedule myself breaks in there. Well, I say schedule myself breaks, but I don't actually schedule them. I just have to make sure that I breathe. And that's why, like, at night, I will make sure to, like, play video games with my fiancé and stuff like that. Just to make sure that I do have time for my brain to relax. <laughs> play, play video games and just, just yeah, I mean, because it's very re relaxing. Yeah, I just don't. And that's why, like, you know, it's like, do you, when people ask, like, do you watch anime? It's like, you know, when I'm not working, I don't want to watch anime. <laughs> I don't want to look at any of the stuff that I work on right now. I just want to do something that's completely not it. And that is how I recharge. And that's how I stop myself from burning out, you know? Well, yeah, because it feel, it's, good. It's, it's work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, even if you don't want, if even if, like, when I was playing piano, even if I was just listening to classical music, you just unconsciously start analyzing it in your head. So you really have to do something that is absolutely unrelated, you know? Even if you tell yourself this isn't work, your brain is going to treat it like work. 
Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I remember telling people, like you know, I, I work in a in an I work on I work in a, an office job, and my my job is literally like I go to to an office and type things on a computer all day. So when I get home, it's hard for me to to get some writing done, you know, for me because like. I I just traded like one workspace for another and I'm just like I don't want yeah. this to feel like work cuz Exactly. Yep. When it feels like work, I don't want to do it anymore cuz like no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Like totally same thing understand. with like same thing with the podcast. I'm like, you know, I don't want this to feel like work cuz if it feels like work, I'm then I'm going to be like, ah, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so but, but um yeah I, I applaud you for, 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 you know, keeping busy, especially like during COVID times when everyone just lost their, either lost their minds to, or just, you know, were just really stressed out. I mean, I played a lot of Animal Crossing during the, when the pandemic started, let me tell you. <laughs> like many other people, Animal Crossing was great. I mean that oh God isn't that weird? Like that was there was a period in time like last year where that was the only form of communication we had. Yep. It's insane. <laughs> the good times. <laughs> God. Oh man. Um. Any anyway. Um. What are you like? like I, again, I'm just I'm just amazed that you get you got you get you you honestly find the time to do all this stuff. Like it's just like holy crap! I am just I'm just so amazed because because <laughs> I, I know like a lot of people are busy with like with one thing, but you know you being able to juggle all these like all these That's different how I things. Stay sane. It's, just, it's just oh, it's so inspiring. It really is. Thanks. <laughs> like. Like, I can't even like do one thing. In a I'm glad basis. my insanity inspires somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have trouble like just writing stuff, but you're like, yeah, I, 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 I do anime, I do cosplay, I, you know, play video games. Like, I, oh man, <laughs> like, where do you find the time? <laughs> um, but, but, uh. Is there like any like dream role or a part of a franchise you want to be, you know, a franchise you really like that you want to be a part of? Uh, I would love to be in a Tales of game or, um, or a Final Fantasy game, of course. But yeah, um, I feel like Tales of, especially Tales of Symphonia is what really started it for me. So it would, I would love to be in those. Like my end goal would be. I want to be in video games, you know? So yeah, those, that's like the dream. <laughs> you, you haven't done any video games. <laughs> I, I am pretty new. Um, I mean, I've only really been, I'm, this is my third year doing all this voiceover work. Um, my first released video game was actually as a DLC character in Disgaea six, which just came out. So yeah. Um, you know, there's not many video games in Dallas and I'm, lucky to be even able to work on Disgaea since that is you know out in LA so yeah I'm actually pretty babby I've just been blessed with all these anime opportunities and abil the ability to work with so many people wow this is only your third year and you only have you have like so many credits that's amazing 
yeah, I've I've been very blessed. <laughs> like all these shows, and I'm just like, wow, only three years of the business. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had people who just started out and they're just like, they only have like one or two, maybe three credits, which you're like, I oh, know, man, I got all these credits. Yeah, I've been, I've, you know, I've been very lucky and I'm so grateful. <laughs> Fa favorite recording session that you've done? Favorite recording session? Oh, man. You know, I really love playing Rena in Higurashi. Um, I think one of my favorite, so one of my favorites would be when she's crazy, <laughs> you know, it's so different from the cute character that I usually, that I play very often and just being able to let go like that and be insane is so freeing and so cathartic because <laughs> you get to dive into a part of yourself that you if you are a sane person who doesn't go around murdering people, which I am not a person who goes around murdering people, just to put on the record, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. So that's probably my favorite. <laughs> Especially like when you're having, after like a stressful day, you could just go into that booth and just go crazy. It's just yeah. So oh, man. So good. <laughs> uh, and uh, which which character would you say is, is your like most pot like favorite i'm not i'm not saying favorite but like most popular <laughs> that's a hard one um i feel like it really depends on the audience but a lot of people do know me for rinku from d4dj and i would say a lot of people know me for rena from higurashi just because higurashi is such a legacy title um i feel like as far as normal audiences would go, it'd probably be Dr. Stone, even though that's a newer uh, role for me, just because it's on Toonami and, you know, a lot of people who don't usually watch anime have access to that. So possibly that one. I have actually not seen Dr. Stone, so I would not know that. Yeah, it's just character. something that like my agent advertises on stuff. So <laughs> I honestly, we'll like, on. I, I swear to God, like I, I had no idea you were in Doctor Stone until you mentioned it. Right? Yeah, now. I mean, it's it's recently. I play like one of the characters' little sisters that gets revived near the end of the series. So, oh, okay, so it's nothing. You know, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's a... not one of my major characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, why, 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 why advertise something that if it's not a major character, though? That's that's kind of weird. It's because it's just a title people recognize. So, like, some people will be like, "Oh, I've heard of that show. Wow, you were in that show," etc. <laughs> Sign Prince <laughs> of that character. <laughs> because there you go like the, oh yeah like i just i just want someone to do that i want someone who played like an insinuary character on a show to make a print of that character and just have it signed in anime convention uh the sad part is i actually have a poll going on right now where i'm asking of what character i should get made of next and my dr stone character is like winning I, so... I did I did not vote on that by the way, so that's not me. Don't blame me on that. <laughs> so there you go. You got now you gotta find an artist, tell them to comm commission an artist to yeah. draw that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
if people want it, then. <laughs> but but which I mean, speaking of conventions, have you done any any conventions? Um. Well, since I'm relatively new, not many in person, but um, I recently did IdolCon online, which was a lot of fun. So. That yeah. was um I was in that for mostly for D four DJ and I did like a live signing, I did two panels, and I also helped with a Q and A with SAU. So that was fun. Uh yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's the age of COVID right now. There aren't many conventions going on. <laughs> I mean we're slowly Yeah, like, I mean slowly. I'd love to do more conventions, <laughs> but so we'll see. <laughs> But, but I mean, who who knows? Um. Anyway, I think we've been talking for like an hour now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm so so sorry. I'm just I've just been so mesmerized by how amazing your your work ethic is. I'm just oh, like, thanks. <laughs> God. <laughs> Everyone else just seems like a, a chump now compared to. No, no. Everybody works so hard. I just spread myself very thin. <laughs> God. It's like, oh my god! I'm just, I'm just amazed. But anyway, uh, before we go, is there anywhere people can find you online to pester you about whatever? Yeah, uh, it would be my Twitter, which is Kitsune Squeak. Uh, that's the best place to find me, and it has links to everything else. So, all right, thanks so much for taking the time off to do this. I've had a lot of fun talking to you. And no if, problem. If, I if had you... fun too. Thank you so much for having me. And if you ever want to come back, I'd, I'd love to. <laughs> Love yeah, that. sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Take care. Bye.